0: Chapter 43 of Puss and Boots Jr. in Fairyland This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Airship As soon as the giant pulled the tree up by the roots, as I told you in the last story, Puss Jr., who was up in the top, you remember, jumped in the nearest tree, and then that dreadful giant pulled that tree up by the roots. And if Puss hadn't kept on jumping from one tree to another, I guess that great strong giant would have torn up the whole forest. But suddenly, Puss thought of his magic ring. And, giving it three turns around his finger, or his little toe I should say, he waited for a moment before jumping into another tree, hoping the fairy queen would come to his aid. And she did, let me tell you. But just as that awful giant began to tear up the tree by its roots, an airship flew up to where Puss clung to the topmost branch, and took him away. Yes, sir, that airship was big enough for two cats, and the pilot, who was a snow-white dove, wasn't the least bit afraid of Puss, Jr. And if you think it's strange, I'll tell you why. He was one of the dove sailors on the ship with masts of gold and sails of silk that Puss once went to sea in, and the little dove remembered Puss, and so, of course, he wasn't afraid of him. Well, when the giant found out that Puss had escaped, you can imagine how angry he was. And he lifted up the great big tree and slammed it down on the ground so hard that it made a great dent in the earth so deep that the writer of my geography called it a ravine. But what he would have called it, if he had known how it was made, is more than I know. And, oh dear me, I forgot all about the blackbird who had helped Puss Jr. get out of the giant's pocket in the story before this. Well, he wasn't going to be left behind, so he flew after the airship and sat down beside Puss, and when the pilot dove looked around, he said, Hello, Mr. Blackbird, pray, how do you do? You are not the naughty bird who in the garden flew and bit the maiden's pretty nose while she was hanging out the clothes. "'No, I'm not,' said the blackbird. "'It's my cousin, who lives in Mother Gooseland.' "'Glad to hear it,' said the dove pilot. And then he steered the airship over to a big mountain on the top of which was a beautiful lake, almost as blue as the sky. "'Here are where the king fishes live,' said the dove. "'And the lake is called Kingdom Blue Lake. "'And whenever a royal fish is caught, "'either in the big ocean or in the lakes and streams of the earth, some of the kingfishes swim down to rule in their places. And then the airship came down to earth, and Puss got out and stood by the bank and looked into the beautiful blue waters of Kingdom Blue Lake. And while he stood there, a big fish swam up to the beach. On his head was a beautiful gold crown, and in his right fin, a golden scepter. And in the next story, shall hear what the king of the fishes Said the little post junior. End of chapter forty three.